0: The Predators, finally here. And guys, this clip is uh, basically a summary for the whole movie. Let's have a listen. Guys, 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 I get it. I get it. You want to know if someone fucked an alien. Well, yeah, we're back. We're back with a real quick pod. And we're covering the long-anticipated The Predator The Predator is a bad movie, okay? It's just not good. Um, And I'm I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here thinking about this movie quite a bit. Obviously, I got to do a podcast on it, right? I got to talk for about 30 minutes about this thing. And I asked myself, how am I going to do this? Okay, this is a Shane Black film and uh, came out in 2018, obviously, a few, six months ago, if that. And uh, here we are talking about it, and I, I'm wondering: Is Shane Black trying to play this whole movie for gags? I don't know, man. It's a it's a weird ass it's a weird ass movie. That's the best thing I can say about it is it's just weird. It's um, the dialogue is atrocious, the characters are atrocious, the action has cool moments. Overall, it's not very good either. And, um, I'm going to tell you right at the jump here, this movie's not good. You can probably skip it. Uh, in fact, there were at least three moments in this movie where I asked myself, should I continue watching this at this point? And then I kept coming back to the same answer, which is, well, Dean, you've been, uh, promising these people a podcast episode for a while now. So you kind of have to, uh, you kind of have to watch it. I, I, uh, probably tried to watch this two or three times and actually only watched it one time it's uh it's such a bizarre movie with such a bizarre plot and i'll tell you it starts off by making sense to me uh we see a predator in pursuit from another predator we cut down to the planet and we meet i guess his name is baxley baxley right i think I don't remember all their names. Quinn. No, Baxley. Baxley is um, the, the uh, Tom Jane character. We meet Quinn, played by Boyd Holbrook. And uh, he's a counter sniper, I guess we're learned to believe. Although I don't know what that means because he just appears to be sniping drug cartels at the start of the movie. That just seems like standard sniper work to me. And um, he is present at the this crash site. He's someplace in Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. And that's this... Uh, This open where he, the crash landing happens, thus involving him and the whole plot. And um, the plot, boy, I don't even know where to fucking begin with this mess. It's a fucking mess. Okay, so I guess I'm going to try to summarize the plot. Um, The movie is an hour and 45 minutes long, and I am not going to go through major spoilers it doesn't really even matter but but the plot i think is is the most bananas aspect of this movie so i guess the predators are one of the reasons they collect spines is because of they i guess you could almost say assimilate much like our Borg friends, now pardon me if I get some of this wrong because it is a convoluted mess, but I guess I guess they they borrow or they mix DNA and uh, and uh, to to improve upon themselves as hunters, but uh, come to find out global warming is just so bad that um, they, uh, they the global warming's bad. We only got a couple generations to live, but then we also have this plot where. They are bringing a predator suit to the planet to help fight off the other predators. Because the predator's plan is to inhabit the planet once the global warming takes us out, they're going to come down and, and do all that. So this predator shows up with a map, with a, with a with weaponry, which we learn at the end is a giant exoskeleton. And then they—he brings just just the one, though, uh, to help fight off the predators as they're planning on coming this way. We know they like the heat, right? That's something that was always established with the predators. They like the warm tropical climates. They like the heat. The heat is probably why this particular predator turned his ship towards Mexico, I guess. I I don't really know. It's funny. They have all of this advanced technology— And we know that they are trying to, at least a fleeing predator trying to help humanity, yet he crashes in Mexico, which I guess when you crash, you don't really have much of a determination as to where you crash. However, I would have expected him to try to turn that thing uh, more towards civilization, more towards a place where the technology can be discovered and less towards the emptiness of a vast uh, forested area or jungle somewhere. It's more of a forest, but anyway— the the plot is is really bananas. We have Rory, which is the 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 child in this movie, which is Quinn's son, is autistic, I guess, and and thus uh a genius. So we're doing that thing. We learn that the predator is going to be acquiring that Rory is actually the prize for the main predator that comes hunting the other predator, which means they're gonna make like, I guess, autistic hybrid predators which is fascinating. Um, yeah, I don't know how that works (laughs) because I guess, I guess, I guess Shane Black is, is making an attempt to, to highlight some of the benefits of autism, which is if aliens come to the planet, if giant predators come to the planet, you will be among those chosen, uh, to be implicated into their DNA, uh, uh, mutation, so to speak. So we'll have autistic predators running around, which will be great. And then, from it's just, guys, it, It's um, my, my, I put my head against the mic. It's just all over the place bananas. I think probably some of the opening shots are some of the best in the movie. Uh, there's this great moment where blood is falling from one of Quinn's uh, ripped in half, rendered in twain comrades and he's just leaking blood all over a downed predator, downed by way of a, uh, a wrist uh, device that is worn by Quinn when he finds it in the crash site. And the blood landing on the predator that is cloaked, the blood makes him uncloak, and he just looks really cool. his shining eyes in the darkness as he wakes up, and the blood is breaking his cloak. I just thought some of that stuff was cool. I mean, the characters are just terrible, though, man. There's no—it's a lot of one-note— it's um you know what it reminds me of there's so many people in in the scenes so so many of these scenes have just so many people in them that it actually reminds me of podcasters <laughs> so here's here's how I'm going to take the piss out of podcasting especially lsg media podcasting and that's this Every time these guys are all together, they're all just trying to one-up each other with jokes, right? That's, that's, they are podcasters. Like, that's what this movie is to me. You know, when you listen to a bunch of podcasts, ours, of course, included, where it's just like we, we're trying to make each other laugh. We're trying to do the funnies. We're trying to make the yuck-yucks. That, that, like, that's what happens in this movie. The, 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 the soldiers, as it were, the misfit, the fucking suicide squad soldiers that they assemble in this movie— or just, uh, you know, doing the, doing the yuck-yucks. But I just have so many questions, man. Like, our main guy, Quinn, he finds this predator stuff. He goes to see this guy in Mexico, I guess. He, he makes his way back to civilization after this stuff. And he has a male predator weaponry to the United States, to his own P.O. box, which he didn't pay for. So it ends up at his house, thus endangering his kid. And it's like how he, I mean, he mailed a predator gun, a helmet and a wristband thing, Mail them from the U.S. to his P.O. box completely and utterly fine, I guess. I guess. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter. I definitely don't believe in what he says. But, uh, man, you might need a wall to avoid getting those predator uh, weapons from Mexico to fucking some random guy's P.O. box. Come on, movie. I mean, you're already being goofy. It's just it's just shit like that, right? It's just stuff like that that just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, he is the main character, Quinn. He's this guy, and they don't want him to talk about what he's seen. So they bring him in for this interrogation. They ask him some questions, and they determine that he is in fact, he has in fact witnessed something he shouldn't. He shouldn't have witnessed. So then they they turn him as this PTS loony bin guy and they throw him on this bus to be transported with these other, I mean, ridiculous comic book suicide squad. Is that the name of the movie? Suicide squad? Sui- suicide men? No, it's not suicide men because there's, there's women in it. But suicide squad, I think is what it's called. The suicide squad group. Um, on this bus, and it's like, it's crazy. You know, the cast is Boyd Holbrook, right? He plays Quinn, and then we meet on this bus, Travante Rhodes, who plays Nebraska Williams, who I actually dig. I think he might be one of the best parts of the movie. Then you have Jacob Tremblay, who plays Rory McKenna, which is the autistic child of Rory. Of, why do I keep saying Rory? Rory is the autistic child of Quinn. Uh, we have Keegan-Michael. Key, of course, of course is Coyle. Olivia Munn, by the way, as uh Casey Brackett, the most beautiful scientist of all time. Sterling K. Brown as Traeger, who I kinda liked too. Uh Tom Jane as Baxley who was terrible. Alfie Allen as Lynch. Of course we know him from Game of Thrones as Theon Greyjoy. Uh he didn't get much to, he didn't get a chance to do too much. I mean, we know the guy's a good actor. He has a couple of moments in this. Augusto Aguilera, who plays nettles, Jake Busey for five minutes who plays Keys, Ivan Strahovski, plays Emily, which is uh, Qu- Quinn's wife or ex-wife. Um, and it just goes on and on from here. And it's the cast, man. It's just the whole setup, okay? That, like I said, we, we, we're establishing this main character as a badass, yet they're trying to discredit him should he speak about what he witnessed in the jungle, which is just crazy. That's like to discredit him and make him a loony person that they arrest and they're going to put on a bus with all these other guys. That's just goofy. Then we have the establishment of the Rory character, which is fine. You know, he's a little kid. What the hell is he going to do? What's Jacob Tremblay supposed to do? He's a, he's a little kid. He's in a fucking Predator movie. And um, he is just autistic and 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 socially awkward. And consequently, That means he is um, a genius as well, because he can decipher predator hieroglyphs and predator language, I suppose. So, again, becomes the Predators, the, the, we'll say, the big Predators, top choice for assimilation. (laughs) So, Autistic Predators are coming soon to a theater near you. Now, I want to talk about Olivia Munn's character. I don't know dick about Olivia Munn, other than she was a model forever, and now she's an actress, and she appears in, in I guess, quite a few roles. I, I, To be honest with you, I couldn't even tell you what. I guess I could cheat and look on her IMDb page, which is what I'm doing right now. And she's in a bunch of shit. So, Die in a Gunfight, Violet. Um, these are movies coming. The Buddy Games, The Rook, which is a post-production TV show she's going to appear in. And then Predator before that. Six, Oceans 8, Lego, um, Miles from uh, Tomorrowland. Um, X-Men Apocalypse, I guess she was in. Um, Ride Along. uh, You know, just these movies, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know anything about her. Uh, What I do know, though, is that there was a bunch of controversy surrounding this movie, which I didn't know about until I started to read about the movie. And apparently, there was a... um, uh, 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 a how how do i how do i say this there was a sexual predator a convicted sex offender a sexual predator in a predator movie that's funny there was a convicted sex offender whose name i'm not going to get into but he was i guess friends with Shane Black and Shane Black cast him in this movie and he literally has a scene where he sexually harasses Olivia Munn's character bracket and she, of course, finds out about this particular guy's actual past. I'm not talking movie characters here, and I suppose he tried to solicit sex with a fourteen year old girl on the internet by way of um by way of computer, right? so he's trying to solicit that he's thirty eight she's fourteen yikes, and uh I guess he got convicted of this, and Shane Black reportedly they're friends, but this guy. I guess Shane Black didn't know about the reality of what this guy, this guy, he didn't, he'd had no idea until it was uncovered. So he says, and he issued apology and, and there's all this bad blood and Olivia Munn went on and on about it, which I can understand. Absolutely. Right. She's doing the, I have a voice and power. I'm going to use it too. And, and essentially she got the scene axed from the movie and the, and the guy's part totally axed from the movie. So baggage, there's a bunch of reshoots on the movie, right? You got, you got, you got the sexual offender who's in a scene where he actually sexually harasses her character. Gah, get it together. Jesus Christ, man. Get it together. So he gets booted, and I guess they had to do a bunch of reshoots, and it's just a goddamn convoluted mess. Uh, the dialogue is atrocious, man. It's, it's hard to listen to. It's a challenge. It's really bad. There are moments, guys, where, 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 where we'll we'll have to actually hear them. we we'll, we'll, you guys will have to hear some of this dialogue, to even believe what's happening half the time. Uh, first of all, Olivia Munn's character. she is a a uh, a scientist. okay you you heard at the top of the show some of the some of the dialogue and how it's going to start off um it's It's not just that it's it's she's also a badass. she's good with firearms. She's super physical. I guess she, she had that going for her as well. I guess that was a thing. Um, and then just ridiculous dialogue. Man. So I'm going to bring you to a scene that's about 40 minutes into the movie, and we're going to have a listen to this exchange between Olivia Munn's character, Casey Brackett, and all these rejects I was just talking about, specifically Tom Jane's character, Baxley. By the way, a terrible use of Tom Jane, who I dig. So, uh, so let's, let me ramp this up and have a listen. Eat your pussy. Wait. What? How you doing? Back at the dam, they're gonna yeah. put a bullet in. Said, your head. He said, eat your pussy. Shoot her? He definitely yes. said, eat your pussy. But I'll back oh, it up. Sorry. We're gonna have a listen to out it again. Away. See you around. Throws it the bag. Eat your pussy. Yep. Wait. He said that. What? How you doing? You know, you just said, eat your pussy. <laughs> you know, you said, Eat my <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? This, this movie push it he said you're pushing. No, you oh said he my goes. god, god. Said push. this fucking movie that's this movie man that's this this movie's crazy what are you saying they're like i don't know he's on a neurological disorder it's it's a thing and it like that's but, but you know, it's like the movie wants to be sensitive to autism, but it's like, ah, fuck Tourette's, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, autism, he's a little kid, but fuck Tourette's, fuck that guy. You know, I don't, listen, I don't know how, how how this shit works. I have no fucking clue how autism works. I have no idea. I'm not a fucking doctor, okay? I'm not a psychologist, drink, not a therapist, drink, and uh, that's just the way it goes. So, I know, based on Hollywood talking about Tourette's, which is this in these ticks, this inability to to do not shout things out. Okay, so I mean, he, she, she reacts. You're a fucking doctor, okay? If you know, I mean, maybe she doesn't know. She doesn't know at this point, right? But he's a fucking right. It's like the kid has autism; he's fine, we'll, we'll, whatever. But but this guy has Tourette's. But but he's a monster. He's a predator. I guess I don't fucking know. I can't keep up. It's crazy, this movie's insane. And that's what we're dealing with. this kind of pithy, quippy bullshit the, the whole movie. You know, it's funny. I, I, I talked about Nebraska Williams, of course, I talked about the actor Trevante Rhodes. I actually dig him in this. I think he, I think he has a he has a quiet. Way about him, a calm, relaxed way about him, he seems totally baked the whole movie, <laughs> but like, he's kind of like real low blood pressure amidst the chaos of the kooky suicide squad band of misfits that we've assembled. but he has a quiet calm about him, almost like a haunted past that you kind of feel, and he has this real connection with the Quinn character and I dig them. Like, of the misfits, I dig them. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of dialogue that's just dumb. And I mean, God, they throw shit at the wall. Some of it's going to stick, okay? You can't have this many jokes. Like I said... It's every scene with these guys together is the podcast where they're all trying to out-funny each other. That's what this is. That's what this fucking movie is, okay? And and you're going to get—you're going to land, much like podcasts, do. Eventually, you're going to get some funny shit that come out of all the bullshit you actually say. Something's got to stick, okay? And that's what's going to happen here. So something's going to stick eventually, and that's what we get. Occasionally, we get something to stick. Now, the best line in the movie, by the way, it is delivered by— Baxley, <laughs> uh, the man who said, eat your pussy, eat your, your pussy, that guy, uh, he has the best line in the movie because he says to, uh, he says to, God damn I keep forgetting. There's so many names, guys. You got you to bear with me. He says to Nebraska Williams at one point, <clears throat> Oh well, let me tell you what Nebraska Williams does. So Nebraska Williams' character shoots this predator dog in the head and it doesn't do anything to the dog except make him their friend inexplicably makes them friendly, makes the predator dog friendly to them after they shoot it up. And then why he, 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 Nebraska walks up and shoots it in the head. Okay. And then after that, the dog becomes your friend. But later in the movie, um, also there's also this moment. Now the part of, part of Nebraska's backstory is he's like, Oh, I'm on this bus. Cause I shot my, I tried to shoot, shoot my CO or something. But, Ultimately, he tried to shoot himself and didn't kill himself, okay? So he tried to shoot himself in the head and didn't kill himself. And then he shoots this dog in the head and it becomes your friends. And in the movie, (laughs) the best joke, the best joke in the movie is when Tom Jane says, what did we learn except William sucks at shooting things in the head? Yes! That's fucking good, man! You see? Shane Black, if he throws enough shit at the wall... Something's gonna stick, and that happens to be the most understated and best joke in the movie. But yeah, man, it's just. Uh, it, part of me goes, can you can you turn your brain off and just enjoy this movie? Can you shut your mind off and just watch it and understand it? Can you get past? I mean, outrageous plot holes. Right now, a predator. You could you could even talk about some of the main. Stuff like the predators escape, and he brought an extra Why didn't he bring more? Maybe he couldn't. Maybe he could only steal one. We don't really know. We're not sure what happened when he left. But the but the but the global warming and the coming back and the and look, I get it. Maybe he can't help them with the with the global warming, which is enticing the predators to want to take over the planet anyway. Maybe maybe as a result of being a martial species. They're just not interested in, in things like global warming. You know, maybe they don't have the tech for it, despite their advanced military hardware. That's fine, okay? But it's just, man, the plot is so all over the place that you really have to sit down and watch to believe it. And I, and I ultimately believe, because I know there's some people out there who probably enjoy this movie. And, and, and it's not because they're idiots. It's because they have managed to just turn it off for this. And it was really hard for me because I kept, I, I my mind kept going to these places like this makes no sense. This doesn't make any sense. I mean, while trick or treating, the kid is wearing the predator mask because it got sent to his house. Remember, and he goes out trick or treating, and some guy whose house he goes to knock on a door and ask for a trick or treat throws a rock at his head. Throws a rock at a little kid's head. By the way, in this really nice neighborhood, this is also bullshit, okay? This neighborhood, this house where Rory lives, this doesn't happen. People don't throw rocks at kids' heads in neighborhoods like this, especially when there's a million other kids walking around trick-or-treating in this neighborhood, okay? That's not, that doesn't happen. But it does. It does in this movie. Maybe he's drunk, maybe he's whatever. He whips a rock at this kid's head, and then the mask responds and it blows the guy away. And he just wastes this dude. Okay. Number one, shouldn't be throwing rocks at kids. Number two, I don't know if you should be blown in half with an alien laser as a result of that. So, anyway, it's like stuff like this, you know, it's just inexplicable things. The predator, I'm here. He's there to help them. He says this, right? He's there. He, he's there to help them. He's there to bring them something. And, and by helping them, he just murders a ton of people. The first predator, I'm not talking about the big giant one. It's hard to keep track of this stuff unless you've seen the movie. But I mean, he literally just murders a ton of scientists um, because they're experimenting on him, right? This is where Olivia Munn's character comes into it. He, they, he, 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 he activates or something. Something happened. It doesn't matter. All you need to know is that while escaping the installation, he murders a ton of people, a ton of scientists that are unarmed by the way, so there's just no consistency there. Soldiers that are armed, which totally makes sense, but it's just the chaos that ensues as a result of it and um yeah, there's this moment where Olivia Munn strips down in this uh, in this thing so because the predator is now. It's, it's like a decontamination thing. And it's like, take off your outer layer. So she takes her clothes off and crouches down in this thing and hides. And of course, after the Predator murders everyone in the, in, in the installation, it comes upon her, crouched down, nude, and it leaves her alone. We've, we've seen this. This has been established in the original Predator film in 87. She's unarmed and no threat. Uh, she's not even wearing clothing. So it just bypasses her. It's like, eh, it leaves her alone. Uh, we've seen this behavior before, so this is consistent. But it's one of the only consistencies in the movie. And even it isn't consistent because we just saw him waste a bunch of fucking helpless a bunch of helpless scientist people. But let's talk about some of the wasting. So I, I would like to I would like to wrap up my my real quick discussion about the Predator by just talking about how awesome the Predator looks. First of all, the main Predator, the first Predator, the one that escapes the installation, not the giant one, looks badass. When he's walking through the halls of the research lab and stalking around and killing, uh, by hel- he's helping humanity by murdering a bunch of scientists. <laughs> he looks amazing. Huge upgrade from how he used to look. And, it, and it's awesome. You can, it, it looks really incredible. Um, the killing is pretty good. Uh, There's moments of him just murdering scientists that really work. I think it looks awesome. There are a couple of moments like this. Um, despite, Despite this, it's not all good. The combat's not all good. A lot of it is just sort of, I mean, there is a moment, guys, I shit you not, where the predator is in the back of a truck and he murders a bunch of guys in the back of the truck And when the driver asks if everything is okay, (laughs) if everything is okay in the back of the truck, he, he sticks a dismembered hand with the thumbs up through the back of the truck to the front of the truck, signifying a thumbs up to the driver. Okay. Let me paint that picture a little better. So the Predator lops off a man's arm in the back of the truck and then sticks the hand through with a thumbs up because the driver asked if everything was okay back there. So the Predator gets to do his yuck-yucks too, right? Ah, It's not good. (laughs) This fucking movie, man. This is the movie. This is the whole movie. This is what it is, right? That's the whole movie. I don't know what to tell you. That's it. Oh, oh, and this. Don't forget about this. <coughs> eat your pussy. <laughs> what? How <laughs> no, you doing? You said eat your pussy. <laughs> no, I don't. no, you said eat my pussy. Oh, shit. Shit, man. It might be worth it j- just for this alone. Honestly, watch this movie. I'm fucking turning over a leaf right here. Watch the movie. It's ridiculous rent it, have a couple of beers, have some wine, whatever you do, and watch the movie because you, you, it's almost like, you know, you know when things push so far, they flip around and become the thing they are trying to avoid in the first place? That's almost this movie. That is almost this movie. It's like the scale has tipped so far around the other way that there's an entertainment value here. It's a piece of crap, trust me. But it might be worth watching just to witness the ludicrousness of the plot, the ridiculous nature of the characters, and the occasional moments of cool action. Whew, boy. Well, I'd really like to do Autistic Predators next, but I don't think that movie's going to get made. So we're not going to be doing that next on the Real Quick Pod. We are, however, going to be watching another movie on the Real Quick Pod. And this is something I'm excited to talk about. And spoiler, I've actually seen this movie already. I watched this movie when I was in Florida in November. So I have to say, I'm pretty pumped about about watching this movie. So the next movie we're going to do on the Real Quick Pod, which is going to happen on February 19th, right? Um, obviously, you saw my scheduling update, which dropped before this, which was uh, explaining my frequency with this show going forward. But um, yeah, this uh, this is going to be covered on, on February 19th. And we're going to listen to a preview for the movie we're going to cover in just a minute. But before that, I just want to say this. My expectations of The Predator were this. I had a good friend of mine, Jared, talk to me about how crazy this movie was. So... I did have an inclination even with the even with the preview. I had an inclination as to what to expect going into this movie. And I am hardly surprised by my viewing experience, to say the least. So there's that, okay? Um I I've said enough. I've said enough about the Predator. Watch it or don't. It doesn't really matter. Your life isn't going to change one way or the other. Um you, you might want to check out some of the crazy dialogue writing that's in this. I mean, it is insanity. Okay. The Predator coverage is done. Let's talk about the next movie we're going to see. Like I said, I've already seen this movie once, so I'm going to be watching it a second time for the podcasts. But um, we're going to be covering on February 19th, Overlord. Yeah, baby. I don't know if you're familiar with this movie, but it's called Overlord. I didn't know anything about it until uh, my uncle randomly said, let's go see this movie. And I said, okay. And we were in Florida and we drove to a movie theater with our friend Dave and we watched this movie. I had no idea what I was in for. I didn't watch previews for it. I kind of missed this entirely. And um, yeah. I'm gonna give you a little teaser. I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I'm curious as to a rewatch, but let me shut up and let me put on the trailer for Overlord. As an Operation Overlord, by the way. Three months ago, I was cutting grass in my front yard. And the mailman shows up with a letter from the army. Now I'm here. I have no idea where I'm gonna end up. Planes get blown out of the sky. Uh-oh. What happened here? Some questions don't have good answers. Boys, find out what's it. inside that compound. <laughs> So, sadly, there's not a lot of dialogue in this in this preview. But essentially... What is this? Essentially, what we have what is this group of dudes who uh, get shot down, and then they realize... Uh, they get shot down over France. It's, it's Operation Overlord. They get shot down over, over France. And... Um, they end up in this situation where they are in a village, hiding amongst a village, and they realize that these village people are being experimented on by the Nazis. And it's real like Wolfenstein shit, okay? So I'm going to tell you guys to check it out before we even do the pod. That way you can enjoy the pod along with me after me seeing it a second time. But um, it's, some real, it's some real interesting shit. And um, I expect I'm going to still like this movie on a rewatch and um, I expect if you, uh, I expect you guys will dig it too. It's pretty slick. So uh, that's coming next time on February 19th, Overlord. Uh, in the meantime, I want to say thank you guys for your patience with the release of the Predator pod. And thank you guys for understanding the scheduling changes going forward. I appreciate you guys deeply. Please visit us on the web, net. That's LibertyStreetGeek.net. And don't forget to follow us uh, on all the social medias and all that jazz and interact with us, me specifically. Um, I'm Dean Media or Dean underscore LSG Media, Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz. All right. Thank you guys very much. Have a wonderful day. We'll catch you on the flip side. Vivid memory of the first time. I was attending my niece's wedding and was at the sink in the men's room when a wet spot on the front of my trousers caught my eye, an unwelcome contribution from my bladder. Fortunately, I was wearing black and with my jacket buttoned, no one would be the wiser anyway, but for me, I knew it was time to see a urologist. Want to laugh during life's most embarrassing moments? LSG can help. Go to libertystreetgeek.net. Podcasters will give you a reason to wet yourself.